0: He's vibing. So you like Taylor Swift. You like yeah. Taylor Swift? Yeah, I love Taylor Swift. Really? I, asked I asked her out 12, 13 years ago. Oh, did you? I much. Yeah. I have a screenshot of you talking to me on Facebook. <laughs> on me? No, you talking to me about Taylor Swift. Well, me asking Taylor Swift out 13 years ago. Really? Yeah. Why do you have a screenshot of that? Because I saw it uh, two, three days ago on my Facebook memories. The most toxic place for me to be. Mm. Uh, I got to check every day too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, we Cancel. talked about this like, shit <laughs> yeah. back at no, I'm there every day. You know what yeah. I'm <laughs>
1: You're trying to get it before anyone else gets it. <laughs> um, there's a reason I played that.
0: Mm-hmm. It sounds, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, there's a few, um, Reese's Pieces. That's what he. That was eating. the worst time to fucking take the <laughs> yeah. Reese's, Reese's Pieces.
1: Piece. <laughs> uh, so this, that was Anti Hero by Taylor Swift. Huge song off her new album, Midnight's, um, uh, it's also one like a super trending song on social media. Yeah. Mainly because what it's doing is people, the, the way the trend works is people go, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. And they're addressing like ownership to things they might do that cause a reaction, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love it. And so today's episode, uh, it's been a while, but I thought that it would be good to do a uh, one based around anxiety.
0: How how long is a while for it, talk about anxiety? Our last one. Is it one? one week and a half? Our last one? <laughs> yeah.
1: Our last episode on anxiety, man, that was a while ago. You think, one hundred percent, because we've been doing episodes that are like, like, who's the? I, I, I
0: give you a, I give you a fake. With you think as if like I know we did one two weeks ago. No, I, no I'm man, to it's
1: been, it's genuinely, it's been a while since we did a mental health, oh, a mental health check in. We got to go back to our roots. Why man. is it
0: always you that gets the check in? You know,
1: you wanna, you wanna I, no, no, I don't have it. you? let's take a step back. I've been trying to get you to uncover shit, but you don't.
0: I'm down to uncover, but I have nothing to...
1: No, that's what that's what someone with a lot of shit has <laughs> yeah, says. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so it's not necessarily directed at me. Obviously, there is a lot... The reason why I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also started this to, as a mental health yes, thing. Yes, 100%. We've deviated. And I also... I listened back, and the last few have been fun listens. Yeah. But they haven't been ones that I feel there was a takeaway.
0: I actually love talking about the anxiety ones. No, no don't try to jump, don't no, you try know to jump I, on board. You know no. why? Because then... It's like, because you say you go through anxiety, Mm -hmm. right? It allows me to talk my shit. Have you ever experienced anxiety? Like
1: genuinely, I just want to know. Because
0: I know if you- You know what I mean? Like, isn't it nice for you to like put Arab jokes out to an actual Arab? So then it's like you're saying it to their face. So you can't get canceled for saying, you know? What do you mean? You get like an instant result. Like when I talk about anxiety, let's say a bullshit theory about anxiety. Yeah. I get an instant result because you say you've gone through it. So then- so I know exactly if it if my theory is true or not. This doesn't make sense. No, to me. not at all, man. Oh,
1: oh, because I am the person that's living yeah. with it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I could. It's I, like saying a black joke to a black guy. It's
1: like saying an Arabic joke right. to an Arab guy. So, okay. So, have you ever experienced anxiety? To your
0: knowledge, one hundred percent. Yeah. What did it feel like? Um. Yeah, it feels like the you know like walls are closing in, but like on your heart a little <laughs> does that make sense that like claustrophobia was beautiful like, like claustrophobia of the heart
1: uh w- is it was it situational um like did something cause that
0: yeah uh usually it'd probably be like in in work stuff not work stuff but like not knowing the next move or too many choices maybe it's just too many choices be, yeah 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 i think w- usually it's been like with like i have like too many choices for what to do next and does it just go away like when you get it does it just go away um, I usually just, <laughs> it's probably not a good way, but it works for me. Um, I just say, ah, fuck it. It's not that serious. And then, uh, keep moving I on. Mean, there is techniques that have uh, that
1: type of, uh, messaging to it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like to, to, if you have the ability to look at a thought in your head that is telling you what if in worst case scenarios, yes. and you could shoot it down immediately by saying, fuck it. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. That is absolutely a technique to deal with anxiety.
0: Okay, so this for, uh, last week this happened to me in Switzerland. There was like a, I was on a boat. Wow, what a f- flex! You were in Switzerland <laughs> last I was, week. I was.
1: <laughs> How did I, man, you don't post <laughs> shit?
0: Yeah, I'll I'll show you a picture of the boat I was on. Oh Anyways, um, these two kids were in the back of the boat, and they look like they're about to fall down. Okay, and I I, I didn't get anxious. I just got anxious that they might fall down, but I just switched it and turned it into as soon as they fall down. I'm throwing my phone on the boat and I'm jumping off the boat and catching these kids before they drown, mm. right? So I feel like this is- Omar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like th- th- there's two forks in the road of the anxiety that something can happen and I can't do anything about it. hmm hmm And then the way I usually approach it is like, I'm anxious about something. It's like a warning sign for something's about to happen. And I just use it as if it does happen, I'm going to do this like a, like a review before it happens.
1: It's it's such a weird feeling. And the, the reason why I also want to talk about it is cuz I when I get anxious, I've anxious for like weeks. It's mm-hmm. not it's not like hourly. Yeah. Um so I've been relatively anxious just cuz there's a lot of like it's been insanely busy. Sorry, do you get that claustrophobia on your heart for weeks? That's wild. It's like a it's like a chest it, it just and it's not it's not continually for weeks. It's a mindset for me. Yeah. Like my mind will be very sensitive to what ifs. And I, I really, like, my my imagination will play so far into the what if worst case scenario ah. that then it
0: starts to almost feel like that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, you, you're just, like, walking by yourself at home and it's just, you feel dizzy. Not dizzy, but, like, your mind's just all over the place. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's
1: consuming. And then when you sort of step back and do that type of thing where you're like, eh, fuck it, it's not that big of a deal... Um, there's moments where I can see it clearly and say, why the hell am I worried about that? But then there's other moments where my mind is like, Dan, this could happen, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so whenever I get anxious, something I find helps is um, I'll, I'll read a book on anxiety. Mm-hmm. And there's this really, really good book called um, The Mountain Is You. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you are read? the mountain. No, the mountain is you. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, basically. Is there like, is there another one? No, no,
0: no. I thought it was that you are the mountain. My bad, uh, um, but yeah, it's about that you are the obstacle kind of type. I mean, that's mentality. The, the
1: straight up metaphor for it. The mountain is you. Um, it's it's written by Brianna Weist. Sure, Weist. I don't know W I E S T. Amazing book. Yeah, it's just a whole bunch of little Brianna Weist. Sorry, actually, it could. I, oh my god, it might might be waste. Might be waste. <laughs> <laughs> that chirp turned into like yeah, actually actually. Her name. Um, it's all these little sort of tidbits of ways to reframe and look at things and think about things. Reframe, that's the word. Well, it, it, anxiety can be uh, addressed or soothed by reframing. Yes. But, but what happens is you have the inability to reframe at that time. Yes. So as I'm reading this, I there's this part of the book that I thought was insanely interesting that I wanted to talk about where people with anxiety or people that have never had it that look at it tend to think anxiety is overthinking we're overthinking every situation we're trying to find every uh scenario worst case scenario that could happen so our body's prepared Uh it doesn't help it's never helped but for some reason our mind thinks if we can prepare for these worst cases, we're going to be in better situation but that's not how it works right so what the book said which was really really interesting is we're not overthinkers we're actually underthinkers What's happening is we're not thinking all the way through. We're mm. thinking of all the worst case scenarios and it stops at tragedy or trauma or something so awful. Mm. But we're, what we're not doing is we're not thinking all the way through to the point that it could work out or how like, we would get through it or we'll survive it or maybe it's going to be the best night ever. Or, so when I, thought, when I heard that, that it's actually an underthinking instead of an overthinking, I'm like, that's exactly what's happening. We think we're overthinking because we're thinking of every avenue, but all those stop at one point, the worst case.
0: Yeah, yeah, You're looking at all the avenues, but you're taking like two, three, four, five meters into the avenue. And then stopping. And you're not when going it, through the whole way. Yes, yes. Uh. So so we're not thinking about how we could get through it. Or, we're both or, smiling because the metaphors are working. Or like it working out, you know?
1: <laughs> so when I heard that, I'm like, I got to share this because it is insanely, uh, I mean, accurate for me. And I've got, from, to my understanding, relatively general anxiety, although... I can't understand how other people feel. Like, I don't know if your anxiety is anywhere near mine or mine's anywhere near yours.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, there's so many rabbit holes. Goddamn. Go, let's go through them all. Let's, let's go, through, go all through all the through holes. All. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, first of all, this whole, I don't understand how you're going through stuff. It's said in everything. In everything. Oh, I, I can never understand what it's like. I feel like some people can No, genuinely, I, man. I, I, especially, the, the, especially if you have or have dealt with anxiety like i feel like you're more empathetic to certain, oh, absolutely. to certain people and certain things and it's like yeah i can understand what that kind of feels like i can understand
1: yeah but but when i'm going through it and i need somebody there for me i don't i i have a tough time and it's not it's not me trying to be like this exclusive like oh i'm unique i'm hurt yeah. it's like everyone's brain functions differently and a lot of time anxiety is Sprung up from some sort of childhood trauma to some capacity, true, of maybe feeling unsafe or neglected to some degree, true. Um, so in that moment, things that are triggers to me, somebody may find childish and silly. Honestly, yeah. like there's a big part of my anxiety that I'm completely embarrassed by. Yeah, um, that I have talked about here. Like I, I, it is somewhat of a struggle for me to go to like middle of nowhere cottage country. Yes. And it's very difficult, especially because I'm an extroverted exterior yes. on social media. But whenever I am shy or introverted, man, I always get an earful from people saying, stop doing this. What are you talking about? You're never like this. And I'm like, so, I would say mm. like 95% of people don't know that other side of me. And so because of that, I start to think, fuck, nobody gets it. But they
0: do get it. But I just don't know to what degree they get it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, like that's the thing. Like, let's say you go to cottage country. Let's say... um. Let's make up an anxiety here. Let's say uh, you're in by yourself and you see a bear, right? That's, no, that's not anxiety inducing to me. Okay. What, what never, is that? So what mine is
1: always uh, around groups of people. Okay. It's never like a bear or anything like that. In fact, that would take me out of anxiety if a bear was there.
0: <laughs> Love like, it. <laughs> like, no, no not, not trying to be like a hero or shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's actually sick. No, but, that's what I'm saying. But it, it does because for me, like the actual, fe- like the the shit that people actually fear, the bear,
1: I it's, mean, not, yeah, it's yeah. not the anxiety no just, not at all not at all yeah that that would actually take my mind out of the hole of anxiety which is right? hilarious <laughs> yeah, yeah. funny enough <laughs> for me it would be if i go to a let's say you want me to paint you the worst anxiety. yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's what okay. i'm saying paint worst it. anxieties mark calls me up and he says hey dan rented a cottage up north all these people are going to be there they're awesome people i don't know any of them yeah all she's all nice. your buddies yes. okay uh, you're you're vouching for them they're all awesome great guys we're gonna have a bunch of drinks it's gonna be a great time yeah. sounds fun sounds fun and my immediate reaction is hell yeah I'm down uh-huh. but then once anxiety gets a hold of this my, my, my part of my brain with the what ifs I start to think Dan what if I go there and I want to try and fall asleep but I can't because people keep trying to like fuck with me yeah, or yeah, yeah. Uh, they keep tra- like pushing my buttons or it's awkward with nobody likes me what if nobody- you puke in the middle of yeah uh, yeah in, in, in the room yeah. you know like it just totally accelerates to a point that I now have no interest of going Uh, because I'm like, what if I hate it? I need an escape plan. I need to be in control. I need, you know, yeah, that to me is the
0: the height of anxiety. The reason I was building the whole bear thing um, is because I was like, if I go to a cottage and be like, there's a bear, I feel like, again, I like kind of like not review before, but like, I'm like, okay, if a bear comes through, this is what I'm going to try to do. You know? Um, So same thing with this in your cottage example, I'd be like, that part of me that's like, which I, you know, I, I'm sorry to say, but like that part of me is so like, yeah, man, I'm going to go to this cottage. I'm going to make sure everyone fucking loves me. And everyone's going to, you know, uh, we're going to have drinks and this and that, and like nothing bad. And if anything bad spurts up in that pre-thinking, I just shut it down with so many times that it has gone. Yes. Good. Yes. I mean that, that is, and that so is there's no shutdown here.
1: So I, I guess, my type of thing is I've lost the ability, not ability, but the strength mm. to be able to say, nah, that never happens. Cause, cause it's right. Like yeah. nine times out of 10, these things never happen. But yeah. for some reason we're playing out the 10th time every time in nine different avenues. But you're right. Like that's what somebody with anxiety may have had a dulling of is like, we don't have the ability to sort of, or the strength to say this won't happen. Not like 90% of the time it never happens. So what's, yeah. the, you know, so that is a, like... I don't know if it's necessarily a skill set, but it's definitely,
0: um, no, I do think it's like a thing that you, the more you do it and the more you recognize it, the more you're like, it's more like you see in your inventory that well, actually, no, when I go to parties, I do crush it and everyone does love me. right. And, right. You know? and, and
1: it's, it's interesting because a part of this book too, which guys, I highly recommend you reading it. The mountain is you, it's not just for anxiety. It's just in general, like healthy thinking. Yeah. Um, with anything, like if you want to achieve something too, um,
0: Fuck! What was it? What did you just say? Um Inventory of like good stuff that you know that like. Yes. When I go to a party, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna crush it. Uh, fuck. Here, let me talk about the mountain. Is you though? Well, I, 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 okay, I don't okay. want to
1: leave it. It's so you see. Yes, <laughs> it, you take it like an inventory of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, for me, like every time, like my nine out of ten, okay, I, I've promoted to like a ninety-nine percent out of, out of a hundred. You know what I mean? Like every. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I got. It. So basically,
1: another thing the book says is that you you shouldn't be a you're not a fortune teller. Mm. You can't read the future. And a big portion of anxiety for for a lot of people, not everyone, is we're trying to read the future. We're trying to predict the future. Yes. And we're trying to gauge what is going to happen, how is it going to happen, what am I going to do if this happens. Yeah. That is something you have to stop immediately. Right when it starts to happen, stop and say I can't read the future. And another technique is by saying. Uh, when you start doing the what ifs and catastrophizing everything, you say, uh, yeah, but what if it's the best time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but what if it's the best moment? Yeah, but what if, and follow it through with a, what if it's a pause, extreme positive. True. And that's also been beneficial that this book um, has really been pushing too.
0: Because yeah, that's why I feel like anxiety is like, I don't, I mean, I don't know the science of it, but I'd imagine it's something to do with like priming your fight or flight. It is it's it's like a it's just like I sense danger here this is what I would do if
1: this does happen. Yeah, it's it's a very outdated I've heard this a million times. I've read so many books on this. I've heard this a million times. It is an outdated alarm system. <laughs> yeah. for us. So it's exactly that we feel threatened by a situation where we have so many ways to get out and control it yeah. but our our natural instinct
0: is to say no no no, no. this we got to figure this shit out. I laugh because I I always think of a like caveman having anxiety it is, attacks. It is a caveman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Ooh, ah, uh, I, I don't shit. know. Hot fire, fire, hey man. You're the man. You 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 go hunt. <laughs> I want to
1: find out who fucking invented it and just slap him. Because
0: yeah, because I, I, that guy fucking procreated so much. Yeah.
1: If I, yo, I, you got
0: anxiety, yo, hundred
1: percent, man. Like it is absolutely a primal thing.
0: The caveman with anxiety started all this shit.
1: Yeah. That asshole, man. I would love to go back. Here's the thing, though. I say How love did you
0: even back. have sex with anxiety? Uh, man, you do
1: anxiety, like it, there's a kid. Okay, first off, there's a difference between general nerves mm. and anxiety. Yeah. And I've stopped feeling annoyed when people say I've got anxiety around like a school test. Because maybe they do. Mm. But for a long time, when I first was in the, the bulk of my anxiety like discovery. I was annoyed when people said that because I'm someone that has to live with this shit and it's very, very hard. Yeah. And so when somebody categorizes General Nerves as anxiety, I'm like, nah, for me, it's night and day. I know General Nerves. I know fucking anxiety. And anxiety is like the bigger, older, steroided out fucking meth head of a cousin. Roid rage meth head. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is ready just to ruin shit. He comes to the barbecue ready to ruin shit. Fucking Hulk. Set the place on fire. Whereas the other one's just like an annoying little kid.
0: Yeah.
1: I've since gotten over that. Cause like I've realized anxiety comes in a lot of different forms.
0: So you said something earlier, uh, you know, have a fucking, I have a question coming up in like wait, 10 minutes from now. It's going to be sick. 10 minutes. Uh, in 10 minutes. All right. <laughs> um, but you said something like that, um, you said anxiety has never helped. No, uh, no, 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 it, it's, it's like, I'm sure there's a superpower. It, mode there
1: there it. is. So it, it's a great question. Like if, if you're somebody out there that is struggling with, uh, anxiety, Mainly anxiety. I don't want to say anything else beyond that, but let's say anxiety. Um, There is absolutely uh, a give and take with that. So so you are giving a lot of your energy and oftentimes happiness, comfort Mm -hmm. to this, but you are also taking specific things. A lot of people with anxiety have amazing thermometers, emotional thermometers. They go into a room. They can see somebody. Empathy is through the roof. They will do anything. Very gracious because they know what it's like and they want to do whatever they can to help you out of it. Yes. Um, For me... I've been asked this before and like, I don't know, like a part of me is like, yes, I would trade it to not have it. But at the same time, I know full, like wholeheartedly, my creative side of me is, is being fueled by anxiety. Yes. A big portion of it.
0: That's what I'm saying, man. Like, uh, I feel like we should just get good with the shit we hate. Like just get good with anxiety. I don't know. And I know I'm obviously oversimplifying.
1: No, 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 no. Man, that is, it's such a beautiful way to do it. If we can get good with whatever is our struggle, there is a superpower somewhere in there. Yeah. Absolutely there is. Yeah, If you look at any origin story of a superhero, let's just go there, mm-hmm. it always starts with a massive-ass struggle. They were abandoned. Their parents died. Whatever. There's Peter always, Parker's a bitch. He got spit by a... Spit, spit by No, but he also saw his <laughs> uncle spider, die. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's right? Fair. So like, there's, there's always a traumatic, forceful event when they were young that turns them into a, a vigilante or a hero later yes, that motivation of 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 whatever the fuck has happened to you is yeah. a superpower it's like different because like we can get motivated by hyping ourselves up wanting to go to the gym yeah but when you have some sort of thing let, let's say trauma mm. and i'm not trying to glorify this shit at all but i'm just trying to find an optimistic view yeah. when you have a trauma thing that you deal with uh that trumps motivation because that shit is going to
0: drive you more. Motivation fades. Uh, this stuff doesn't fade. man. do you think I've had yeah, a t- negativity is a bigger uh, it stops motivation? Like, yeah, no, negativity motiv- is more, more powerful than motivation. Motivation. When
1: you get a little taste of whatever success you're chasing, it, it, it sort of lightens up. It eases off the gas.
0: Yeah. Whereas when you have
1: something that is constantly like telling you you're not enough, whatever, yeah, yeah, that shit's yeah. relentless. Like, I've talked about this before. The reason I've had a 10-year career on YouTube is because of things that I've had to deal with. Yeah. I'm always wanting more views. And look, someone's going to hear this is toxic. Sure. I'm always wanting more success, more views. I want to create the best, most creative stuff. Yes. That's not because of motivation. That's because I need to find validation and value within me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's toxic parts of that. I only find value when I could provide success to some
0: capacity. Of course it's not. No, nah, fuck that. There's no there's no there's no toxicity there, man. F- like fuck you. A you little get, bit. Man, you little get bit. four likes, you want more likes. You get four thousand no, no, no. likes, you want okay. more f- likes. But yeah, my career tanks 40, then what? I'm
1: a fucking disaster. That's that's
0: Yeah, you go get another job, come be a flight nah, attendant, dog. It, it ain't that reach. easy.
1: I would be <laughs> I would be insanely depressed doing something that uh doesn't make me feel like I'm earning my keep in a specific way. Not to say flight attendants don't, everyone has a draw and without yeah, them, yeah, we yeah, couldn't yeah. do shit. Yeah. But for me, my avenue of, of validation comes from trying to inspire or create a different perspective or change or make someone laugh. Of course. And if I, if and it's I, a constant fight. It's a constant fight. Yeah. yeah. Constant. So um, that, that is the superpower that's lying within me. Uh, that, that Trump's motivation. I hope that came out.
0: Yeah, no, I, I get it. What's th- yours? My, my My what? My my mountain? Who? What, what do you want? <laughs> I feel like I caught you off guard there. No, no. See, this is what happens. This yeah. is what happens.
1: We get into a topic, and you're a, you're a good interviewer. Like you keep perpetuating. I'm oh, a fucking it. great listener. But then when I do you it, you you're like <laughs> the mountain of me. Not no, I mean, well, uh, I'm saying. So here's the question yeah. for you. Yeah. If my superpower is needing to feel valued or appreciated as a human being, mm. which is why I'm constantly creating and upping and trying to do more. What is your thing that is pushing you to drive nonstop
0: in whatever category? Um, uh, well, I, I don't know. Why do you there, want to help people? Yeah, I don't know if there's one, um, but definitely one big one is I feel like um, maybe there is like, let's say, there's, let's say, Muslim trauma, right? I think Muslims, especially like 2001 since 9-11, have had like a bad rap and i know there's a a big part of me that's always wanting to show just how good cool normal muslims are right so i feel like that's so you had that, that was like let's say grade 6 was 911 right 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 so so when that happened okay so yeah. when that happened did you at the time did
1: you feel a lot of people were judging you
0: yeah um i i think it did happen that a lot of people were judging me and then like grade six after that it was just like constant non and I, I, maybe i'm simplifying it maybe it is tra- trauma like i've never really thought of it as a traumatic thing uh because i've always seen it as like a good thing um but definitely ever since then it's like go way the fuck above and beyond to help anyone and then and then there's like a certain cockiness that comes out of that too in what way um like maybe maybe it's not cockiness but it's like i don't know if i if i say someone it, you know i i can offer something to you as as like a, a thing of help right mm. and even if it comes off weird i'd be like you nah, fuck it i don't give a fuck if it it's weird i'm just gonna be that guy so what if i wanted to carve pumpkins with you Hard. That's a hard is one. Is that weird? <laughs> that's a fucking hard. wondered, <laughs> but look, a... look, look at my toes, bro. Just look at my toes. <laughs> this guy somehow <laughs> has curled
1: his feet into a fist. <laughs> bro, bro, <fucking> he is <laughs> uncomfortable. See what happens when you're in the hot seat?
0: No, that, no, that's from carving pumpkins. <laughs> no, okay, look, so what if I invited you to Carly Ray?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. about doubled <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, so, so it's interesting so what you're saying is that through an absolutely traumatic event for a, a ton of people on a lot of different ways 9-11 uh, created a, a new stereotype or at
0: least strengthened one that was already there maybe yeah on Muslim people again I don't know if it's like a cause and effect I genuinely don't I just know that ever since then there's been a big part of me that's done a lot of like good PR on Muslims, you know what I mean? Like, um, I, I don't know, even to this day, like, uh, every, I don't know, if anyone talks about any Iraq-America uh, war, I'm, like, talking, you know. You are passionate about it. We've yeah. th-
1: we've had a few conversations about it.
0: So I wonder why I'm passionate about it, but I- I'd imagine that's uh, so from that.
1: I think people need to understand, like, trauma, because you just mentioned in your response there that you said maybe it was traum- like, traumatic, but you've never viewed it that way, and it's always been, like, positive for you. That is, like... I'm not saying I'm not speaking for you, but trauma to a lot of people after something happens or an incident happens, denial and all that stuff is the first thing that's going to happen. They're going to say it wasn't that bad. It's not that bad. And then slowly the teeth start to show later, Mm. right? So the definition of trauma is a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. And that across the board is a spectrum. Like, you, to, to what is deeply disturbing to you, may be something different to me. Yeah, I yeah. think people hear trauma and they think it has to be this insanely traumatic experience where you see a loved one die, get hit by a car, whatever. Like trauma could be something as simple as um, your parents leave you at a shopping mall, yeah, by accident. To them, because they've already established like their mechanisms inside. Oh, <laughs> we left him at the mall. Yeah. To you, you're in massive fight or flight mode because you're like, my parents left me. I don't, you, you're so young. You have no... True. That alone could be a traumatic experience that if it happens enough times, even the one time, it could cause you to have reactions on
0: specific situations later on. And it grows stronger because I feel like once you get left, let's say you get left in a mall, which seems like an insignificant thing, right? It might be the first time your brain has fired that way mm. and it unlocks like a new pathway... For you feeling like shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next time you experience something else, it could be completely different. A girl leaves you or something. Right. And right. it fires the same way and it just goes stronger. That's amazing. Exactly that. Like, I think it's- Call important. me Jordan Peterson, Doug. Okay. This guy has one fucking thing and he goes Call me Peterson.
1: <laughs> Chill. <laughs> 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 it, it's exactly that. It's, it's, uh, you have to address it. And there's a few things you can do. Like there's this, there's this technique that I learned about, cause I've, I've used it. It's helped yeah. me a ton called reparenting, um, where you- you go back in your mind to the moment that you felt was disturbing to you. Okay. And you go in as you, reparenting yourself as a kid.
0: Oh, shit. And you
1: say, hey, you know, hey, Amar, like, listen, man, don't worry. Like, we'll be fine. Yeah. This, this is what happened. This is, and this is why people are having this response around you. Yeah. And you address that side of you that is forever frozen in time from that traumatic experience. And it's sort of reparent and help you through. All that. To get you
0: through it. Oh, you want to talk about trauma? Yeah, here's another trauma in terms of parenting. Um, I feel like, uh, so, okay, so my dad, he, like, left, um, he left uh, the country. Like, he he went to work in another country. There was no, like, separation with my mom. Loving relationship. Great father. Loved the guy two bits. Um, But because he had to go to another country to make money for us, um, I feel like I grew up 10, 15 years without, like, a father in the house. Mm. And I think that's done a lot of trauma in terms of um, discipline. I feel like if I can say the worst thing about me mm. is I'm probably not disciplined enough to, uh, to do things my own, for my own, on my own. Absolutely. You know I mean, yeah, absolutely it could. So I think a- that's A like lot it. of the time it comes from parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, parents yeah. like, hate <laughs> da- to hear da- it. Da- dan caught me on a gulp. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I like, know, Doug.
1: <laughs> so, so it happens with, with parents a lot of the time, like, uh, and it's not necessarily their fault cause they're dealing, it's, 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 a yes elite. to, to him. He's
0: like, no, I got to get money for yes, these kids. It's
1: continually happening. Yes. Generational. And, yeah. It is generational cause they dealt it with their parents. Yeah. Right. And so I think a big part of it is when you realize your parents are human, you can sort of absorb some of the shit that they did as when you were growing up as they did their best. It doesn't change anything because I have a similar experience. Like my dad did work a lot and he traveled a ton when I was a kid. Yeah. Not to say I don't have a good relationship with my dad, but absolutely if something happens, I go to my mom first only because there's been a lot of moments in my life where things have gotten hard. And because my mom was a constant, uh. I could always reach my dad. Like there's one thing about him is like when I'd call his phone, he would always answer. Yeah, but for lack of better words, she's the rock. Because she's yeah. constantly. And I think yeah. he would even agree with that yeah. that she is the rock. So it's important to have that. But absolutely, like if you were to look at your situation, your dad moved away for a long time. There's there's probably something there if if something's even affecting you.
0: Yeah, there's like a lot of positives that obviously came out of it and but then there's a lot of negatives. Which leads me to the question that I have, which is why are only let's say uh, North America, let's call them rich. Let's call North America rich. Okay, why are only rich people the ones that deal with anxiety?
1: They're not. They're like, absolutely not.
0: Why is it the richest countries have the most anxiety?
1: They don't. It's just they're the ones doing
0: something about it. Ah, they're just the only ones as, identifying. As a, yeah. Oh, you man. know what i Like, if you take a, if yeah, you take a, a study of the world right, I think and I, you say, who's the most anxious, for sure North America would, slash maybe rich people in California,
1: New York, would...
0: Like top of the list. There's probably a
1: correlation. There's probably a correlation there too with um, where is the best place for your mental health. Uh Uh-huh. Or at least, I mean like in terms of system setup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, There's a lot of places in the world that still have um, an impression on mental health that it is nothing. It's minuscule. All because it's invisible. It, It blows my mind that because something is invisible... It's treated completely different than a physical thing. Yeah. So you break your arm, everyone's like, Oh my God, he broke his arm. Yeah. But if you say, Hey, I'm severely depressed and I don't know what's gonna happen, it's like this, hey, shake it off. Like in some places it's still like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. As just if it, it off, yeah. As if it's like uh, just a thing. And it's like just a phase, just a thing. And in a lot of times it is a chemical imbalance and your brain is your supercomputer. And if that is ill or if it's struggling with chemical imbalances, and how is that not viewed the same as a broken arm? Yeah. So, I get what you're saying, and it's a fair question. Why are
0: people here? Are we creating these problems for ourselves? Because it just seems like um, North American, let's say Western civilization, let's say predominantly white um, people are the ones going through anxiety. However, now that I think about what you what you're saying, is I feel like maybe mental health is like the final frontier or the last frontier that we've come across in terms of health. Mm. Like physical is like so easy to identify. It's yeah. like you see it right away. So maybe uh, other countries who, let's say Arabic countries or um, well, know, let's take uh, the Arabic. Asian or African, whatever, they haven't, they, A, they don't have time to deal with that shit. Right. Or B, they haven't gotten their health systems up to that uh, level. If that makes sense. Yeah. Sure. That, like b- here, b- if b- you have b- a broken hand, you, you're fixed right away and you're, you don't need to worry about food and this and this and that. So like, most of your problems in North America are kind of gone already. So y- the only problems that persist are the mental health ones. Well, so let's
1: look at, um, just just yep. quickly, let's look at the highest countries with suicide rates, okay? Just to answer your Japan. question. Let's get it up. Uh, the Western world is not even in the top 10. Uh, so that goes to say something, okay? So if the Western world is not even in the top 10... And your and I guess your spin on it is that we have the most. Well, it's only because we're in a place where maybe the stigma is a little bit less, so we can actually talk about it and resolve a lot of it before
0: it comes to an ultimate final. Yeah, yeah. Decision. So it's like a it's like a fallacy that you think it's important, er, that a lot of people are going through it here, but really we're just identifying it here. We're just a little bit more, more comfortable because we have things in place that maybe remove a stigma. Okay,
1: so. On the top ten list, and, and this is—I'm just going to say them, not in any order. You got South Korea, you got Russia, you have South Africa, Lithuania, uh, Guyana. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, these are all over the place.
1: No, 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 but none of them are Western world. It's true. So you mentioned Asia. Well, South Korea is on there. Yeah. You got Russia. Where's in there. Japan,
0: yo? It's not not in the top. Yo, poor 10. Japan. They always get the bad rap on suicide. Mm-hmm damn yeah but you know what i mean like south korea guyana uh south africa these are all over the place lithuania all over the place
1: so you're right that's a good you mentioned japan because it is they even mentioned it here it is significantly outside the top 10 by the way but it is a serious concern there uh mainly between the ages of 20 and 44 for men and 15 and 34 for women yo man
0: men under 30 i think suicide is the biggest killer absolutely
1: that's why this month november is so important for men's health damn because there's a stigma around that too anyways uh Back to what you're saying, I think um, it's important that the stigma gets removed sometimes, which is why I think it's good we come back and do episodes on anxiety. That's it. To, to reference it, because there's a lot of listeners that are probably from countries that uh, that if they were to come out and say they have anxiety or depression, it would be treated in a way that they're crazy or psycho or stay away. Walk it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like in an avoidance type of thing, and... It's it's just... I'm so happy that I'm in a position where I'm surrounded by people where I can maybe say it. Yeah. I don't say it to my friends, but I could say it, and it's not like this, oh, what the fuck? Dan's broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know?
0: So how do I get you to a cottage?
1: Great question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great question. And... I think the only way comfortably, like let's say if you were to try to do that with no anxiety being yeah. induced, I would have to have my own spot near near like a bigger spot like city. So, so I say again. So I can go to a cottage. Yeah. As long as I have my own place that I can get away from the group with. Uh, like a, a key to my own house, not just a, a room. A little guest house. Not a room, a yeah. full ass house. Yes. Where when I go there no one will come over there and fuck with
0: me. True. You need a cottage beside the cottage like t- 10 minutes away. Yeah, but,
1: but I've accepted how <laughs> diva that. that might sound, but yeah. it is a, a mechanism for me. I need to have at all times, ideally, yeah. at all times, if I could have a space that I can get away to and not be like monitor or question or search like, oh, is everything okay? Like, yeah, that's the worst. No, I don't want to sure be asked on. that. I was like, no, I just want to go like, I want to go here. Yeah. You know, I did a, I did a show across Canada with a crew. I've talked to this before. Yeah. They were a French crew, and all they did was speak French, like, the whole time. And and in all fairness, (laughs) I was the oddball out. But I was also the host of the show. But imagine for 30 straight days traveling across Canada in car, on planes, and trains, being so isolated because you don't speak the language. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Especially, like, a a Canadian French is, like, a different
1: type of French. It is rude. It was all that, and they're laughing, having a good time. And I don't know what the fuck they're saying. (laughs) Um, But it got to the point where I'm like... I can't. I, so I actually, out of my pay, would rent hotels in every city. Because the, the guy fucking promised me, when he <laughs> called me to do this job, he promised me there would be hotels. On your rider, it's, I need my own place. Not even, I mean, I asked. Yeah. And it was, it was earlier on in my career, so I was glad to take a role like this. But I asked, I said, where will we be staying? And he's like, oh, we'll be staying at a lot of hotels, maybe a couple Airbnbs. Not one hotel on the entire thing. Fuck. It was Airbnbs at all of them. And keep in mind, the crew's all speaking French, and I'm like, the I'm like, yeah. I don't want to. I spent all day with you guys talking this shit. Now, like, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, you guys even sleep French. What the fuck? And it's not, it's nothing wrong with the French language, them being French, but it's just like the isolating feeling that makes you the outsider. Yes, you can only tolerate that for so long. That eventually, yeah, I took it out of my pay to book these hotels, and I was annoyed as shit with the guy when I got home because I'm like, fuck this guy. He like clickbaited me hard. <laughs> Do we- Do we think these Quebecers are the trauma? No, not at all. (laughs) Man, not at all. Like, I I think people of Quebec here in Canada are probably some of the most passionate in the country. No, no, they're amazing, but I'm saying these
0: specific five people, are they the reason you can't go to Canada? Hey, man, it
1: could have been any language. It could have been any culture. It was just solely the isolating feeling of, of being on the road for 30 straight days. You're tired. So I've just learned that I need to have a place that I can get away to it at times. Uh-huh. And I'll and I, and I could be fine. Like I want to have a fun time. And so I realized this as of recent, like I got my buddy's wedding in Arizona and originally I was going to stay on a couch in an Airbnb yeah. and I was going to share a room and I got to the point where I'm like I really want to have a fun time and I know for me I don't have to worry about a couch or or a room that I'm like I can avoid all this shit. Ah,
0: you mofo in Mexico and I can have fun. In Mexico. Yeah. First night in Mexico, power was out. Me my friend Chris and Dan. Yeah, Dan's like nine no, in my own place. <laughs> but that was I, that. Did, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did, yeah, and I did, but I did. No, no, but no no, 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 no. But it was yeah. also
1: I did. So when we went to Mexico, the first night we got there, Airbnb no power yeah. in the place. I was also, in all fairness, there was a Sony brand deal in place. Yes, yes, that yes, was yes, due yes, that yes. night. Huge deal. So, so yes, it plays a role. There is yeah. a bit of both. So at that time, my laptop. To this day, my laptop doesn't function without a power cable. Amazing. And so I think what we were suggesting was I can go on the roof yeah, and I can work up there. Um, and that uh, that just wasn't the, a solution yeah, yeah, for, for yeah, yeah. me yeah. at the time. I'm like, fuck, I got to get this thing done. So that was stressing me. I'm in a place where I have no power or electricity. That was getting me done. So I'm just like, you know what? I am going to remove myself from the situation. I can both get this done yeah. and I can have power. And my own place. And my own place. That's I mean, it. it wasn't so much the only place because there was only three of us yeah. or me plus two. That's how I usually view it, me plus whoever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um, had it been more people that I didn't know, yeah, I probably would have done that anyway. Yeah. For sure. Damn. So right. it's, it's just, it's just you know, over time you sort of learn that, like, there are things that you can do to support yourself that you shouldn't necessarily be hiding. Yeah. You know? So for me, it's like, yeah, look, I got this wedding. I ended up getting a hotel nearby. That way I can just go and have as fun of a time as I want and I can just go back to the hotel whenever I want. you're yeah, Gucci or Gucci I don't have to worry about oh man can we go back you have the key can we go back together I gotta get this I, gotta, like, I don't wanna do that shit man I'm
0: 30 I should have I to, to wrap it up I do wanna say though I do love these uh, these topics whenever we talk about anxiety and stuff I genuinely do like it you know I, I think it's important as a guy to to say that as you frantically look for a song <laughs> <laughs> no I, I agree I agree
1: Yeah, I think uh, the, these conversations are healthy it's, it's some of my favorite stuff to talk about because when you live with that lens mm. it's the reason why I do it on here so much is because there's only very few avenues I can so it's nice that if I can do this and help others that's it why not uh, alright guys thank you so much for listening we'll catch you next week
0: on Wednesday I think maybe? yo yeah just let us give, give us a couple days okay we got, <laughs> we got lots of traveling coming up <laughs> and <is> shit busy. <laughs> you know
1: alright guys thank you so much for listening we'll catch you next one love you the family gathers around and reads it and then
0: someone screams out she's laughing from hell.